Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Journey to Grateful podcast, a podcast to help clarify the process of loss and grief through experiences shared from myself and others living with loss. I'm your host, Tim Begonia, and this is show number 109. In this podcast, I will review the many common myths of grief to help you better prepare for the road ahead. You are invited to join this community and share your story to help others better understand grief, how it affects us moving forward, and how best to navigate its difficult path. I invite you to join the community on Facebook and Instagram, subscribe to the podcast, and find quick links to do both over at journeytograteful.com. Lastly, I ask you to take a moment to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Doing so will help this podcast reach more people like yourself in need of an insightful grief resource which can help them navigate their grief journey. The title of this episode alludes to yet another analogy referring to grief, which is trying to explain what grief is truly like. If you're a frequent listener, you are most likely aware I believe analogies are a great way to help anyone understand more accurately what grief is and how it feels, how it really affects those who are grieving. And after all, this is why I created the Journey to Grateful podcast, to help demystify grief and make it a subject that is far more common than it ever has been. The particular analogy I'm about to share with you is quite spot on and provides the clearest sense of the messy, all-encompassing aspect of what grief really is like. So let's dive into the show and discover what it's all about. The holidays seem to bring on a much deeper reflection of life this time of year, no matter what the circumstances you are currently living. And when you are grieving the loss of someone, that reflection, those deep insights, those moments of your heart aching and your breath being overtaken by your tears become an ever-increasing presence this time of year. And as I've tried with this podcast through 108 episodes so far, I attempt to define for you and I what grief actually is and to better understand it going forward to help anyone experiencing loss and living with grief. To explain what grief feels like, I often use analogies to make better sense of it all, to help others who have not been touched by grief to really understand it. You see, I realize to somehow grasp what grief is like is nearly an impossible task unless you're actually living it. In a way, it's like viewing the expansiveness of the Grand Canyon or standing at the foot of the Eiffel Tower or even walking through Notre Dame Cathedral and then effectively explaining or trying to explain the breathtaking presence you experience to someone else. It's nearly impossible. A few weeks ago, while I was once again mindlessly scanning social media channels, a snippet of a movie was presented to me which provided one of the most moving explanations of what grief is like, how it truly encompasses your life. It comes from what I believe to be a 2023 Canadian-British Apple TV show, You and Me. 
The scene that I saw was dramatically powerful, emotional, and more accurate than any I've ever witnessed in entertainment media before. The premise of the show is described as this. When Ben met Jess, it was love at first sight and things move fast, but a terrible tragedy left Ben struggling to move on. So apparently Ben is grieving the loss of Jess and dealing with grief as many of us are today. Now what follows is the audio from the excerpt that I saw. And Ben is speaking to an older woman who I believe to be his mother. The emotion is raw and the message is phenomenal. I'd like to play it for you right now. You're asking me if tonight was a good night and to be honest with you, yeah, yeah, it was. Do you remember a couple of years ago when Jack and Poppy wanted a glitter party for the birthday? I had to ask Dee what one was, and she said it's just... There's a lot of glitter. Yeah, it's just glitter. Right? It's, it's glitter drinks and glitter face paint. Anyway, after it all left, it took me an age to clean the flat. But the funny thing is, right, even though I thought that I got it all, a couple of days later, I'd be tidying up and I'd move sheets in and, oh, there's a piece of glitter. And then a few days later, there'd be another piece. And then a couple of months later, at Christmas, maybe, or on, on Jess's birthday, I'd be shaking the rug out and loads of pieces of glitter would just fly off. Even though I felt sure that I'd got it all by then. That's what it feels like. Just when you think you're you're doing well, just when you think you're, you're healing, there's a piece of glitter and your heart breaks all over again. Truth is, I met someone really special and she died. And I'm never going to meet anyone as special again. To say that that was a powerful performance with incredible writing is an understatement when it comes to expressing that particular scene. Its message is particularly enlightening because for me, it was almost an aha moment. One that just makes you say to yourself, that is so good. This analogy is very on point, verbally compelling, filled with an emotional vast explanation in such a simple way. Glitter. What a wonderful way to explain how grief is ever-present how it pops up when you least expect it, and how, after you believe you have it under control and all the messiness of it has been brushed away, grief is still somehow there, in the smallest of nooks and crannies of your life, awaiting for you to turn something over and reveal it once again. Actually revealing the simple fact that no matter what you do, to control and effectively, quote-unquote, clean up your grief, it will always be there. In small ways and in large, in unexpected places and in the obvious places as well, grief is indeed like glitter. I suspect many of you listening right now might be nodding your head and thinking, you know, I, I get it while others are thinking, I can now explain this to others when they ask me, how are you coping? And I can finally make them understand why I am still grieving. I believe this is a great tool that 
we may now want to use when someone in our lives inaccurately expresses their belief that we should be moving on or over it by now. Now, please do me a favor. If you are supporting someone through grief, but have no personal experience with grief, never ever use the terms move on or over it. For those of you who are missing someone special in your life due to their passing, correct the others who use those terms and explain that every day we are attempting to move through our grief. And we hope to do so with as much grace as we can and with as much strength as we have. That we walk with grief each and every day, that we live with it knowing that we are not about to tuck it away and move on, because that is literally impossible. Remember, grief is ultimately love with no place to go. And until that move-on person can experience this for themselves, you can help guide them as best as you can. But do so quickly and bluntly, and then move forward yourself. Reserve space for yourself as well as your grief, and don't offer too much space for someone who misunderstands grief. It is their responsibility to search for a better definition, to better understand it. It is your responsibility to rebuild your life, to never lose sight of those things of which you are grateful, and to give yourself grace when the road is more difficult and your day is simply not the best. It is our glitter to clean up. It is our glitter to discover in the cracks of our lives, and it is our glitter to use to remind us of good times when we choose, or allow tears to flow when we need them. Grief is like gritter. It will always be a part of our life as the love we still have will always be a part of our life. And now, may I ask, how can that possibly be a bad thing? I'd like to thank you once again for joining the Journey to Grateful podcast. I am thankful for you taking the time to listen to the podcast and sharing it with others that you think could benefit from listening. I encourage you to stop by the community on social media, share your own story and insights on grief, and join our family in helping others on this path. Head on over to journeytograteful.com slash community to find ways to join the conversation and make a difference through your very own story. And if you would like a more personal connection with me, I invite you to connect with me directly, tim at journeytograteful.com. But let's not stop there. Why not give me a call, leave me a voice message, or even text me? The phone number is 262 298-2428. That's 262-298-CHAT. And lastly, help me build this community, broaden my reach, and support my mission by reviewing this show and telling others why you listen over at Apple Podcasts. I've provided you a leave a review button on the website journeytograteful.com on the homepage and the podcast page. Your support of this podcast through your comments is a powerful thing that you can do today, and I thank you so much for doing so. 
As I wrap up this episode and see we are about two weeks from the Christmas holiday on this mid-December day, I'd like to share a writing by Donna Ashworth from her book Wild Hope. Her writing will serve as a good reminder to us all during this holiday season and is thanks to my friend John from my bereavement group who shared this with us a few weeks ago. Here's Donna's piece titled Love Came First. You don't move on after loss, but you must move with. You must shake hands with grief, welcome her in, for she lives with you now. Pull her a chair at the table and offer her comfort. She is not the monster you first thought her to be. She is love. And she will walk with you now, stay with you now, peacefully, if you let her. And on the days when your anger is high, Remember why she came. Remember who she represents. Remember, grief came to you, my friend, because love came first. Love came first. Thank you again, my friends, for joining me today. Let me know your thoughts on today's episode or any previous episodes. And for those who are walking on their path with grief, I hope you find a way to walk confidently on your journey to grateful. Bye-bye.